1: Away we go. Ooh. Good plug. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and I got Drew here with me again. I just want y'all to know that I'm staring into the microphone. And while you're
2: listening, it's allowing me to stare into your eyes and your soul.
1: That's a real thing. I want to get your attention. And I like to record with the cable kinked, just mm. like this. Gives your voice a unique sound, and when I let it go, you'll hear a whole lot of me at once. Mm. So, man, we got a lot to do this evening. I'm gonna move this just a little bit so I can see you better. Yeah, can you see me now? I can see you now. Let's uh, let's start heavy. Heavy. Uh, heavy. I want to ask you this. You didn't feel good. You went to the doctor. Mm-hmm. You got it checked out. Turns out you, you're kind of terminal. Let's mm-hmm. say so you got six months. Yeah. Why is that reality different from being perfectly healthy? Because I could die tonight. Yeah. Well, yeah. I could have a brain injury, you know?
2: It's all about the what you know. And even then, you—they if they give you six months, it ain't like you would actually know. I mean, they're just guessing, really. No, nobody knows like this. Nobody knows what is going to happen. Having that end, having known that guesstimation of the end being coming, though, that would make things a little different for me anyway.
1: Ah. Oh still staring so you know yeah i was uh you know it seems like here lately is uh i've been getting like a lot of bad news. Mm-hmm. and some of it's personal and you know some of it is like with friends and then some of it is like friends family or a friend's friend mm-hmm. and um A lot of it, it it tends to be that way. It's a very uh, terminal thing. Uh, God only knows which way it could go. But if I'm perfectly healthy and I'm holding back, and then if I were to go terminal tomorrow, which I'm already terminal, Yeah. The only difference is, I feel healthy, so I feel invincible. Mm-hmm. Still consider myself to be young, even though I'm thirty. I'm not completely falling apart. I have, in some regard. Mm-hmm. You and I have both yeah. had like a rough couple of years. Yeah, definitely backs and knees, knees. and all get out. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I, I want to live every day. Like today might be it. Like what if? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because we get we become complacent. Yeah, in our everyday lives with
2: our everyday routine and things just going the way you're supposed to so if you throw that terminal thing in there that it's a fork and that's a stick
1: and spoke one other thing about it i guess is um you know obviously the moment that i was told i had six months to live Mm -hmm. i'd quit my job and i'd live yeah and so i mean that would be highly irresponsible to do that Mm -hmm. today because that's the thing about like if you want to just go biblical just for a second, mm-hmm. and this won't hurt a lot, is Adam and Eve they ate of the fruit, mm-hmm. the curse. What was the curse that man got? The ground the wouldn't work yeah. with him, mm-hmm. and like work right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had to do the fine work.
2: work. <clears throat> Anything that's not fun that includes me having physical, yeah. you know what? Having to do
1: something, you know what? Because I'm lazy no uh yeah me too but (laughs) partially is we work that curse is perfect for us because they ate that fruit for what enlightenment enlightenment to be like god Mm -hmm. so to speak that was part of the lie yeah well if you want to think for yourself if you want that willpower now you have to worry about the future yeah and because we worry about the future we make sacrifices every day, mm-hmm. but if we knew that the future—if you put a timeline on it—we could burn ourselves bright mm. instead of just fading out. Yeah, yeah,
2: that makes sense. I understand that. But, yeah, yeah, I get that. <clears throat> I think that if I don't—I don't, I don't know—if I was to be late, uh, diagnosed terminal. I don't know what I'd do. I would definitely fight it anyway medically that I could. I know a lot of people, they'll get it, and they'll just be like, no. Just going to go. Just going to go. And that would
1: make sense if you
2: had cancer like two or three times. Yeah. I mean.
1: You know, you know a lot of people think about like, um, you know, I fought the fight. I've won a couple of times. Yeah. But I'm not going to burden my family yeah. with any more medical bills. Exactly, yeah.
2: That's one thing I would be thinking of. And, probably, and maybe by the t- second or third, <clears throat> second or third time insurance might not even want to be working, might not want to work with you. Now there's a lot of screwed up insurance companies out there. Yeah. I know that Jessica's uncle, he got diagnosed with a uh, pancreatic cancer and uh, his job fired him so that they wouldn't have to pay anything.
1: He'd been working there for 30 years <laughs> and we fired him you know i've I've heard several testimonies, and like this is just an idea of like how messed up the system is, and I ain't never really talked about it a whole lot, but like you know there was times in my early twenties I didn't have insurance, couldn't afford it mm-hmm. and um I remember I got real bad sick and I had to go to the doctor a couple of times and um I didn't have insurance, and I got the bill, you know, and the, the bill is ridiculous, and like once again there's like I've heard like several podcasts that I've listened to open up about this, and so like I do want to point this out, Mm -hmm. but I don't have a solution. But here's an issue that I have with this big pharma, insurance companies, hospitals: Mm -hmm. is they sent me this bill that it was ridiculous; I couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. It was like three thousand dollars. Yeah, for going to the hospital with, like, the flu or whatever, mm-hmm. bronchitis. I don't remember what it was, and it was some crap like that. Yeah. And just getting some antibiotics or shot in the ass. Mm-hmm. And I called him, and I was like, no, there's no way. I'm not paying this. I saw a nurse practitioner, for Christ's sake. Yeah. It's messed up. You know? Sure. And they was like, and I was like, well, just wait for your insurance. And I was like, ma'am, I don't have insurance. Oh. Yeah. And then they adjusted my bill. Mm-hmm. And it was a fair. It, it was way fairer. Yeah, it was manageable. It was payable.
2: <clears throat> yeah, the doctors definitely. I don't. I don't know exactly how. It I works, mean, but they that screw the insurance. That little three-way party is
1: like they all have
2: their hands in their pockets, Some, right? Somewhere, yeah, somewhere that they're all feet getting fed from something. Yeah, you know. Insurance is insurance is is a joke because I know I want even and it ain't just health insurance neither car insurance yeah house insurance all of it's a joke yeah because no matter what like say you get you never win wrong, yeah you never win like you can say something's wrong with your car or something you're going to get it fixed right the insurance company is going to look for every way out of paying for that's right. it, that car that's right every way and, and prices but the thing is like you pay so much a month and what makes me mad is I pay like 100 150 a month for car insurance all right i've been paying 150 a month on that car for or on our cars for like Did you get everything
1: years. readjusted since you were 30 yeah mm-hmm. okay just making sure you've done that you know yeah. like um if you're a guy um your rate will significantly go down mm-hmm. at 30 if you've not made a lot of mistakes yeah mm-hmm. a lot of tickets and things of that nature mm-hmm. Ricks. so that's just good advice but mm-hmm. anyway yeah. but i've been paying that for months Okay,
2: what's well, 150 times 12 right it's a lot yeah but the window cost I had the, wind, the window it's a lot $1800 yeah. and you got the I had a window bust out on me and they wanted me to pay $250 up front to pay it and I'm like okay is this like our deductible it's like no you don't have a deductible I'm like well why am I paying $250 to fix <laughs> yeah. it
1: and
2: it's like well you know, it's that's just how it works. I'm like, that makes no sense to me.
1: I love it when people tell you that's just how it works. What are you doing because with my of, money? That, you know what that tells me? Is they don't know how it works. Yeah,
2: but I, want, I just want to know what they're doing with my money. Like, where are they putting it that they can't get it and pay for stuff when I need it? Because yeah. I look at it as like a bank.
1: You put money in it, you invest in it, and when you need it, you go get the money out. I'd agree with that. Yeah. You know, I've been let down in that regard, uh, but I've also, like, um, I've had, like, a lot of great experiences with State Farm. Yeah. And a lot of bad experiences. Mm -hmm. And here lately, I've been on Progressive, but, um, you know, um, praise be to God that I haven't, like, had any, like, hit any deer. Mm -hmm. And sure as craps, things that'll probably happen tomorrow, but (laughs) um, I've been... Lucky, I haven't been involved in any kind of accidents where I needed to use my insurance, but um, I use this firm now, and so, like, every month they'll run rates, and, like, I got Progressive now, but if they run, and, like, oh, State Farm is cheaper this month, you want to switch? Well, yeah. Yeah. And then they'll run it next month. Hey, uh, you know, Progressive is back being the cheapest for you. Do that? Yes, do that. You know? And it doesn't happen month by month like that, but just to give an example, right?
2: That'd be cool service for other things than in church, too.
1: Well, I think that's a way. Maybe that's a solution. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that uh, it's the answer. Uh, I think options, definitely. I don't think universal. And I want to try to think this through. I don't think that. Universal is possible without taking care of a few other things first that make everything as expensive as it is. Um, Number one, um, I'd rather go anywhere anywhere else in the world to have tooth work done. Mm -hmm. Dental work is just too much here.
2: Yeah,
1: And there's better ways to do it. Literally everywhere else, yeah. even Mexico. <laughs> I'm not joking with you. Yeah, um, They'll actually use your blood to heal up your wound faster if you had a wisdom tooth pulled. We don't do that here. I don't know why. Hmm. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Colombia is actually another great place. Really? And it's also a great place to die. But yeah. back on topic, man, the, um, we need to fix uh, why things are so expensive and... Um, You know, it's a very skilled, and you have to know a whole lot.
2: In America, everything's more expensive because we all live above our means and don't want to work hard to make a lot of money to where we can spend a lot of money. It
1: definitely turned into that. I don't think it used to be that way, maybe, in our grandparents' day. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone really genuinely worked hard to make it like it is for us. Yeah, the
2: boomers. The boomers set this up for us. Yeah. And it's went down a lot. It's going to be – and really – like this election this year is going to affect Carly. That's more right. More than it will me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll definitely affect me, but her. It'll be more because we're set You're setting your pathway as you go.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've thought. um I mean, we've had like a lot of historical moments. I think just, you know, you just had a birthday. You're mm-hmm. thirty-one now. Mm-hmm. Thirty. And uh, we've lived through a lot of world events and a lot of history, right? And I thought about the implications of that. And I was like, the world that I grew up in, my nephew, which is, you know, the only close again I have as a child, um, he's going to need all the help he can get. Mm-hmm. And so literally, like all my assets and like even this house um, is his now. Mm-hmm. Like sitting every, I'm trying to set him up. Yeah, it's like so he'll have something. He'll need. He's gonna need something. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know. Mm.
2: You know, and that's what I think. A lot of people look at that
1: that way. <clears throat> and every honest. everything I do, like all the moves I'm making, and it's it's weird. I mean, because I'm not married, I don't have a child of my own. You would mm-hmm. say the same about Carly, but like. I have him in mind with a lot of things that I do, mm-hmm. and what's crazy is a lot of those things I have to do takes time away from me being able to spend with him, mm. but if I don't make those moves, it won't happen. That's right, Yeah. but he won't see it till he's older, which is it's tremendously awful that it has to play like that. Yeah. I know that a lot of parents look at their kids
2: about what we talked about leaving with debt and medical bills and stuff. That's one thing I've looked at as far as like 401Ks, retirement, stuff like that. <clears throat> but I think a lot of people take that and they <clears throat> put that investing in the wrong areas a lot of times. For
1: sure. It happens. I
2: mean, in a, in a way, <clears throat> you, you probably will. Definitely disagree with this, but like the stock market stuff, I think it's a thing that has to be there to make you know America run. <clears throat> but what if it shuts down? It could. You don't have nothing of value if it shuts down. You had numbers on a screen, but now that it's gone, what do you have? Well, that's the
1: insanity of the stock market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you spend
2: so much time. You have to work to make money to buy the stock. You know what I'm saying? Like, and people who buy a lot of it and live on, you know, doing all that. And I mean, make your paper. Do what you got to do. But I'm just saying that that's one thing I shifted my focus on as being a dad is what am I truly investing in that's going to really benefit Carly?
3: You
1: know, um... I've been in the stock market since I was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was granted that insurance money from the car accident I was in when I was a child, I um, paid off the, my truck and uh paid the medical bill, and then I put the rest in the stock market mm-hmm. uh, safely, uh, nothing volatile. And that, that did uh, help pay for a lot of the time spent in Mobile. And then there was some of it that I set apart that would just keep building. And I mean, then I started like these different accounts that uh I started a drip account. And you know, people say, Well, if you wanted to do that you could uh just start a savings account or a CD. Mm-hmm. Um but there's this validity in the stock market and it's exactly like you said, that like Wall Street could go down and it could die, right? Mm-hmm. It's totally possible <clears> that I I I don't think it would again, history, but it could. History repeats itself. It certainly does, and these are weird times. Mm-hmm. But... This is I Am Legend year. Supposedly. I'm telling what's going to happen. we got to... Hold on, we're getting there. <laughs> but, uh, and then, like, I have a volatile account, and then I have a cryptocurrency account, and then I have a hedge fund account, like, that has specifically been, like, taking advantage of the Redditors, you know, mm-hmm. and just trying to help them and do my part. But... Um in the end of the day, the stock market to me, it's no different than a bank and it's no different than a casino. Mm, it's a it's, bank it's casino. both in the same it's a casino. Oh, what a term. Mm-hmm. A casino. Oh, there you go. There you go. A casino. Mm. But yeah, um, but I, I do love the idea of what happened with the wall street bets and um i love some of the testimonies that have come out and it was just that it, it, and i don't think anybody can't you know like just say yes yeah. because it's literally sticking to the man it's so punk rock mm-hmm. right it's a it's a punk rock idea i do like
2: that idea i do it. that's one thing i have like grinned about during the whole thing was yeah uh, but it, i mean it was a surprise to me that everybody was surprised that something like that would happen because i mean there's crooked people who there's some really you know dirt poor people that are crooked so why would there not be really rich people who are crooked doing what they got to do to keep to survive what well, a correct from being to keep from being that dirt poor they do what they got to do and money talks son you hear me Oh, money talks. ACDC did not get it wrong. Mm-mm, money talks. Mm-hmm. That's I, right. I, I mean, I work. I've worked at Packard. For, it'll be ten years in September. If somebody could call me right now, tell me I'm making 2 dollars two, $2 more. I'm probably going to be really interested.
1: I'm not going to pro- do. It. I'm not going to do money. it anymore um, because I believe it ruins friendships. Um, you could leave it on a good note. Mm, there's, just, been,
2: there's been so many people look back around come back full mm, seniority now i'm not,
1: i'm not talking about that oh. um i started like tweeting and making posts about the stock market and I had some folks text or dm me it's like okay alan what should i invest in and uh for some of them i shut it down i didn't go no further and then some of them i told them is like this is my portfolio. This is what I believe. Not giving financial advice. Yeah. because Dude, money talks. Mm-hmm. And uh, you and I have like a weird relationship with that. Um, and it's like uh, one of the most celebrated things uh, that I have between us. And money is, like with all the relationships I have, uh, this this is like a very unique factor. This is between you and I. Money doesn't matter. Um, we both say we're good for it, mm-hmm. even if we're not. Um, it was me first, and then it was you right back. Mm-hmm. In different parts of our life, when I had it and you didn't, mm-hmm. and then I didn't have it and you had it. Uh, it's just I, I
2: look back. I look back at the path that I come just come down. Yeah, And I realized that if those things wouldn't have been in place, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So, you know, not everybody's path is smooth sailing their whole life. I know everybody has bumps and Mm -hmm. bruises, and you just got to be smart enough, wise enough to know when you can be a help somebody that
1: you love. And we don't – we never held it over each other's head. Mm -hmm. And that's rare, man. You know, so many uh, relationships get spoiled. And and I want to say this, and then we're going to get off to fun things. But if this this is so good, I, I mm-hmm. thought I I thought it through. Okay, I spent a lot of time thinking about this. L- Lay okay. it on me. I've had three years to think about this. Lay it on me. Infidelity. Let's say this: if I were living with a with a girl that I was dating mm-hmm. or engaged to. Mm-hmm. What does that say? Financially? No, not financially. I mean, just what does that say um, about the relationship? That it's
2: already went further than what it should have, in my opinion. Check this out. That's what a lot of other people would think. There's a
1: quarter of me that wants to bounce. Mm -hmm. I didn't put a ring on it. So a quarter of me is still shopping. But 3 quarters of me is really satisfied and taking advantage of all mm-hmm. the advantages. Yes, you're saying. But if a better opportunity and God only knows, she's probably thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so infidelity um to me uh with well, the way I think about it uh I believe it to be a poor moral choice but it works out for a lot of people but check this yeah. out the statistic with divorce rates and how everything has been escalating that most of your divorces will happen between couples that lived together before they were married mm. for that reason mm-hmm. because that mindset never changes yeah i can see that
2: cuz a lot of people too they don't in my opinion and this is what i tell any young person that you know that i I encounter I tell them that if if you're old when you get old enough start dating or whenever your parents start letting you or whatever if you're dating and you're not looking for your spouse you're wasting time if you're dating just for fun you're playing you're playing you're having fun with somebody's heart and that ain't nothing to play with because what that does is it makes it more difficult for the person who's meant for that person to get attached to them sometimes. They, they're they emotionally, women can, girls can be so emotionally damaged sometimes that the person who's meant to be with them can't reach them because they're damaged. Well,
1: that's definitely true if you look at the statistics because uh, the validation of women on social media is increasingly uh, more vast than that of males. hmm Think about, let's just say if I started a catfish account. Mm-hmm. It would immediately get more followers than my personal account. Yeah. And it would immediately get more validation. Girls are uh, more criticized mm-hmm. and given words of encouragement or um flirted with than guys. Mm-hmm. And so we're kinda used to being down in the dumps. Yeah. They're used to being told one way or the other. Yeah. And so and also they are more emotional. Mm-hmm. It's estrogen versus testosterone, right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Those are very deep things, man. And that's correct. Is uh, yeah, it's more volatile for them. Mm.
2: Definitely.
1: And it goes back to the mindset. Also, is like uh, just thinking about like mindsets of um, affirmation. Mm -hmm. Uh, The importance of a father being in the home is a man probably goes for your daughter. A man will push you for what he sees potential for. Mm -hmm. A woman will accept you for who you are. Mm -hmm. Both are needed.
2: Definitely. Definitely.
1: And I'm not saying that one can and one can't do the other. Yeah. But that's typically how it goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: With guys, it can be... I think for every child, the father should be in their life. But for the guy, I was noticing this mm-hmm. about some someone I know is ever since I haven't known him long, maybe a year. But he, the way he interacted with me to begin with, you know, it was one of them. And you know me that I'm a people person, and that I can get along with just about anybody. You know, sure, just about. Uh, and I kept trying and trying, you know, to carry, just carry on a regular conversation. And I can't, you know, it's like these like completely shut off. <laughs> like he'll reply, but his replies are short, sweet. So I'm just thinking, okay, he's just a straight to business guy. He ain't, he's no BS, you know. Then I found out, or when I would I would see him with other people. And most of the time, I didn't notice this till later, but it was mostly with uh, women. That he was interacting with more. But I found out he didn't have a father. And I thought. Well he don't know how to talk to guys. He don't know how to do that. That's probably true. He don't know how to be one of the guys. That's right. And he's connecting to women. Because that's all he's ever known. That's right. And then I, when I saw that. And about you know him, our generation. Mm-hmm, it, it came from a lot of broken homes. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that. That guy changed me. It's like I cared about him even more then. And it's like. I understood how i needed to approach him from then on out you know not the macho that all men do nowadays the macho uh talking about the weather hunting sports you know stuff like that i consider being tough
1: i consider that to be uh alpha yes being that way and there's a lot of a beta right Mm -hmm. now yeah uh, for sure and i believe it uh that's a root cause and you see it you see it all the time you really do um, you can see an inverse too. Mm-hmm. You can see hyper testosterone. L- um, l- I call that little man syndrome. Sometimes that that's not that's not wrong. Um, uh, but happy thoughts now. Happy. Do we want to go film movie or do we want to go survivor story? Let's do survivor. hmm
2: Let's do survivor. All right. First update on the guy who stayed six seventy-six days out on the ocean yes i thought that was an amazing feat right yes i found out that there was two other guys who stayed 468 days adrift on the ocean i don't know if we talked about that last time but i wanted to make sure that people knew that that's over a year i was wrong (laughs) About saying that guy was a, that guy 76 days, definitely a beast, but he's not the goat. These two other guys was. What did they do? What's the story? Well, that ain't even the story I was going to tell you, but it this one's short. So, cause it, some of the videos on that YouTube page wonder are long and some of them are really short. Okay. But, so the 468 day one was like eight minute video. And it talked about how that they was catching sea turtles and drinking their blood cause they didn't have water. Uh One of the guys ended up dying. And How many were there? It was two guys in a little bit, like I think it was twenty. Why did they want to do it? I don't. I can't even remember what the story said that they was doing. They might have been just fishermen and got lost or something. I can't remember. Yeah. It happens a lot. Yeah, but, that. Yeah. Oh, uh, four hundred sixty-eight days he floats out there and he's catching fish and drinking turtle blood. And that, that's that was pretty crazy. But the story I have for today is. A man by the name of Ken Wilson. Okay. He was a construction worker and was a diver as a hobby, but he wanted that to be his main job. Diving? Diving, being a diver, being a guide to dive, you know. So he takes this woman, this really rich woman, that somehow he knows, to Cozumel Island, which is right off of Mexico. And it's mostly jungle there. And, but there's mine ruins there. So they're going to take a tour and look at the mine ruins and the temples and whatnot. Is this guy from Alabama? No, not from Alabama. I don't say say that def-
1: guy's a serial killer.
2: <laughs> he's definitely he's definitely not from Alabama. But um so they go out on <laughs> right before they go out on a tour or to, you know, go through the jungle and look at all the stuff. There's this guy, a local guy comes up and he's like trying to be their guide and Ken keeps telling him no, he's like, I've been here before, I know what I'm doing, I'm a professional. Turns out that was probably the worst thing he could have done that day. Cause he they, they get off in the jungle and I mean it's a jungle. So you got plants everywhere, you got a canopy, you can't see the sun most of the time. There's bugs, there's flies, there's mosquitoes. What part of the world? Snakes it's in Cozumel Island. So it's right off of Mexico. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, it's, it's a jungle. Imagine a jungle. Yeah. And they're going through and they see all the mine ruins or whatnot. And the woman is tired and she's ready to go back. So, and her, and the other two guys that they were with was too. and he, well, there's four of them at this time. Four of them. Yeah. Ken's like, okay, I'm going to walk up about 15 more minutes and then I'm going to come back. And that was the last time they saw him for 20 days because for 20 days he rambled through through the jungle looking for his way out what it, what his demise was is number 1 you're in a jungle with a bunch of bunch of trees and he was trying to visually look at the tree and remember it as a marker like
1: I don't. I don't know. What hit. I didn't understand the thought process. No, that. the first group was. Uh, let's go back to Scooby Doo. <clears throat> let's split up, gang. Mm-hmm. You stay together. What is the actual advantage of ever splitting up? Unless you're, you're,
2: like say when cops come to a house, they split up. One goes to the back. One goes in the front. Maybe. Okay.
1: Yeah, you can totally busted that, but. It's oh, that would probably be the, the only thing. survival. Yeah, survival. No, Never. like think about this is like you you've done this as well. Is um, gotten lost in the woods, A dozen times coon hunting. Right. Yeah. Ended up in bogs. Ended up in swamps. Ended up in uh, a very unfriendly person's yard. Mm-hmm. You, you you name it. We've probably ended up there. Mm-hmm. Right. But we stuck together, and there was one time where I think he may have like twisted his ankle or sprained it, or I, I don't know what happened, but he elected to sit it out. And then we would go ahead, because he was mm-hmm. slowing us down, and we were trying to get out. Mm-hmm. So we gave him a gun, you know, flashlight. And that didn't work out Mm-mm. because he didn't stay. Oh, uh-huh. because when you split up, let's say there's four, ape strong together, ape strong. Yep. Yeah. When you separate, even two by two, you lose half the mentality, mm-hmm. and you already have your internal. Fight or flight on at this moment if you're lost in the woods, and so fight or flight. You're mm. already on flight. Yeah, no doubt. And if you can get flightier, I bet you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just say if you heard a car or if you saw headlights, you're gonna run. You're gonna f- you're gonna go forsake everybody else and just go. Yeah. So splitting up never the way. Ape strong. Ape strong together. Mm. Ape alone weak. That's right. Ape, Ape won't know what together. to do. Strong.
2: Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. I love those. I love that new, the latest. film or movie. That would be a movie. Well, if you look at all of them together, a trilogy. <laughs> the the trilogy, the last, yeah, the Dawn Rise and that that set. I don't know. It's both really, but no, it's definitely more of a film. Now that I think about it, because it's Caesar and he ties
1: it into the old. Caesar and... It's a film. It's a film, definitely, yeah. But I would say uh, highly underappreciated just because of the fantasy aspect. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings uh, were films, yeah. but The Hobbit was a movie. Yeah. It was, yeah, satisfying. People.
2: Yeah. but uh, Separating is never a good idea, though. That's right. Never. We're back to Survivor. Yeah. So, old dude. Flirting with what's coming. Yeah, he's going through the jungle, and he's reaching all these forks in the past. And he just keeps taking them and for 15 minutes. And then he turns around and comes back and can't find his way. Turns out he's going the opposite way he needs to go. How did he you know that? Well, he didn't know that. Obviously. Yeah. It was just after the fact that he realized he was. And he goes on for, you know, four or five days and he's, he ain't got no water, he ain't got no food, he ain't no food. He, the only water he's getting is some of the, of the plants. Yeah. The way they're. They do. designed. They are designed to catch water. So he would drink some of that water, a little bitty tea, like teaspoons. Yeah. Full, you know, and he would spend most of the day doing just that. Mm-hmm. But it got to the point where he couldn't stand it anymore. He was hungry. And old dude goes all bar- barbaric savage. And they're, you're in the jungle, so there's all kinds of reptiles. He catches a lizard. And he said in the video that he had done what he did next without, before he even knew it. And he just bit the head off and spit it out. And then just drank the blood out of it. He just said he sucked it down, and then he threw it down, and Mm -hmm. walked away. I'm like, "That's that's pushing the the mind past what moral we have." You know what I'm saying? Like just to do whatever it takes. Well, your natural instinct to survive.
1: Yeah, Um, when you're hungry, is this is good advice. This is something worth thinking about too. Is the next time you get in an argument with your spouse, or uh, just with anyone. Instead of building a straw man, which we usually do, is like we'll throw words like always or never, mm-hmm. and what we'll, we'll, we'll do is like we'll totally try to deconstruct them. Right? Mm-hmm. Is uh, oh, uh, in your past you were a failure. You're presently a failure, and you'll we'll always be, be a failure, a failure. Mm-hmm. because you always or never do this. Yeah. and that is our first go to, right? Yeah. and then there's only one rebuttal. It's, it should be violence. There yeah. should be a punch flying, right? Yeah, but. How you should start it is, have you ate yet? Oh. Because, look, hangry is a, a thing. Definitely a thing. Is And so, like... I see it my four-year-old. <laughs> dude, yes. And so, um, if we would just eat, like, whenever we have, like, something brewing up, let's get a bite to eat. I could just see couples, la- uh, like, screaming
2: at each other, eating donuts or yeah. something. <laughs> like yeah. That's all I see right there. Yeah. so all I was popping in my uh, head. I, I
1: think about, like, it was, you know... Stuffing donuts, screaming just, with donuts in your mouth. church scene, right? <laughs> it's like, think about, like, uh, you know, most families waking up going to church. Mm-hmm. You're running late. You probably didn't eat breakfast. Oh, yeah. The car ride you, you is real, awful.
2: Son. Ain't got your coffee. Mm.
1: You eel, son. Yeah. you real. But when you get to church, you got to put it on the facade, got right? Got to. Got to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when you get back in the car, but you get know repeat. But you go to lunch. Yeah. And when you go to lunch, everything is cool because mm-hmm. you ate. Yeah, And so, yeah, that that primitive state of like just biting the head off a lizard and just drinking down blood yeah i yeah. can totally see that you know he got sick off that actually. i imagine so it's probably a poisonous he lizard up,
2: he ended up not eating anything the rest of the time he was there Oh, uh, but to fast forward a little bit because he he the there wasn't too many ma- major things that happened to him while he was in the jungle uh surprisingly to me uh he had a a, a python he he would climb trees a lot To see where he, if he could see, you know, where he needed
1: to go. He's a pretty
2: fit guy then, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, he would.
1: Could you imagine climbing a tree right now? There's no way. It had to be a very particular tree. It had to have a lot of
2: great limbs. Yes. Mm -hmm. For sure. But there was one time he got in a tree and this big
1: python. Climbed the fence last Mm -hmm. week and about died. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can climb some stairs I'll be out of breath. I'm telling you what, <laughs> three flights is a nightmare. Where's the for elevator? The hell,
2: for real. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but the python like tried to attack him or something, and he had a knife, but he dropped it when he was up in the tree trying to defend himself from the python. Oh, I'm like I, me. just being, I guess, from the south and killing hundreds of snakes in my lifetime. I just, even if he's, if especially if he's really big, I'm gonna make sure. He dies <laughs> if he's especially if he knows me, smelled my scent, done done his little forked mm-hmm. tongue, tasted me in the air. He's gonna die.
1: Let me ask you this: Why are uh, you know some very common phobias? Snakes. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Because they're scary. How so? I mean, Why?
2: Well, my majority of them can kill you with a bite and a lot of people they the, all that's all they think of is poison, really hurting, dying. And when you see any snake, it can just be like, Oh, what's the snake? And then you look at it and oh it's just chicken snake. But any and I don't know, that's just something that's been in, ingrained in our heads <laughs> that's
1: just not good. When you're around water at the beach, what do you think about? Sharks. That's what I think about. Sharks and jellyfish. Yeah. And I would say there's some evolution to that. Mm-hmm. And like, have you noticed... It's part of that instinct
2: thing. You that's right. You just know it's not good.
1: Uh, have you noticed how frantic you are? Um, Like, it's a, little, it's a literal freak out. You're walking through the woods and like, it may be before, let's just say Copperhead, so there's no rattles involved. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed how quick your eye can pick up the pattern of a copperhead yeah who gave that to you don't know i think it's instinctual has to be because think about like the number one killers and god knows that mother nature doesn't need any help Mm -mm. she's 100 percent accurate Mm -hmm. and the world is just trying to kill us daily yeah but we pick out three things very well You think about India, what do you think about man-eating tigers? Mm. Big cats. And elephants. Possibly. You think about here, snakes, what else? What's something else? Fair, yeah, sure. In some places, not necessarily. What about about, uh, types of spiders? Yeah, brown uh, brown clues, black widow. I think there's something to that. and um, I don't know why they exist. But, uh, you know, when you see a black spider with that red diamond on its butt, mm-hmm. you know. Heighten your senses.
2: And, well, you're taught from a young age, too. That like, I'm teaching Carlin I was teaching Carly at two years old, you know. Not necessarily what a, a snake, like individual species, but we would be walking. But I, I would tell her, look, you stay close to me. So, in case we see a snake, because snakes ain't good. I tell her that a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: That's one of the things that's just ingrained into us. A snake is a curious thing, and to talk about like I want to get back to the survival story. Yeah. Please don't lose your pinpoint. But, okay. Um, I believe this. Uh, think about the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. What was the ultimate uh, villain? Smog. Smog. Mm-hmm. What was it? The a dragon. What does that rep- What does that represent in our lives? The dragon? The dragon. Hmm. The unknown. Hmm. Um, see a snake is a correlation of that because a snake is a um, dragon without wings or legs. Mm-hmm. And you can see where they used to have them. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. But I, I believe there's something to that, that unknown. And that goes back to a conversation we were having earlier right here um, about... 25 minutes ago is a purpose is every day. Like I hate people asking me about a five year plan. I don't know. There's too many unpredictabilities. It's too chaotic to predict. Especially now. Like, but let's think about the, you're a college kid. Okay. You start college. You can talk, you can think to yourself about the next two to four years. Mm -hmm. You're going to be holding a degree. But what is dangerous about setting goals, but you should, because you need to have something to work toward, is when you obtain the go, when you get that piece of paper, there's an immediate amount of triumph because you accomplish something. But what com- immediately follows is the idea that you probably are the next um, coffee server at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so... We need to look long term, but we can't call it because yeah. it's too chaotic mm-hmm. but um we need to you're just putting you're putting
2: your hope into something. yeah, you hope that you're gonna be here in five years, you hope you're going yeah get that green or whatever, but the
1: one thing that you can work at every day and like as far as sitting goes, and like I have vision boards and things that I do to like help me visualize it what I'm working at, is like I want this by next month. Mm -hmm. and I hit that and I was like now what Mm. because I have to have something to work toward yeah I have to have a reason for being here or else I should expire Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. I wish I could look at it like that
2: but I can't like it's it's, I just I don't know I can't I, I never look into anything really I never try to plan like not Nothing serious yeah. planning it out. I, I, don't know, I can't, it makes me nervous. Well, I disagree with you. It makes me, it makes me, gives me anxiety. I disagree. Cause I, I worry about, okay, well, what if I make the wrong decision? What if I do something wrong? You're probably going to, so, but
1: check this out, dude. Like, man, I've known you for some time. Um, your big goals you hit, and by God, they're, they're awfully awesome, but, um, I guess that's the problem. I guess I haven't made any goals past
2: those goals. That might be my problem. I don't know. I don't know. I ain't really... I haven't asked you. I know with like playing guitar, I used to have goals. Now, I just play the same stuff over and over.
1: But I mean, check this out. I mean, you married the girl you intended to marry.
2: Definitely, yes.
1: And you built the house you intended to build. Mm Mm-hmm. And you you did it. Yeah. You had a big part of it. Mm Mm-hmm. And ton of respect for that dude. I totally respect that. Maybe I'm just tired right now (laughs) from all that. I think that's okay.
2: That's a lot that was a lot. I mean, if anybody's if there's if you have never built a house, you have no idea. Unless you're gonna get some a contractor to do it lock and key, you're gonna do it yourself like I did. You have no idea the hardships
1: that are coming your way. And so you you know, I know like um You know so I know like long term you got goes you're trying to set your girl up carly and um you're gonna continue to make your home a more livable place because that's something that big john and i talked about on our last episode was um you know i know a little bit about being the man downtown Mm -hmm. and i'm quite sick of it thank god for 2020 Mm -hmm. to where it wasn't possible Mm -hmm. is um what's wrong with building a home to be a place to where you want to reside and you want to be Mm -hmm. and to uh, create it to where it's also a place to where you can accommodate your friends and your loved ones Mm. and begin to do life privately and that's a big goal Mm -hmm. and it's hard to do
2: you know I think now that you say it I do have another goal in mind maybe (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes
2: uh I was re- we was reaching me and Jessica both was very recently uh uh given an offer for, for to take over a business and uh after me and hers talked about it and prayed about it a little bit uh we think we're gonna when we want to do it. And it'll be really good for us, for our family. Future.
1: I want to talk about that with y'all there. Um But that's cool, man. But, um, uh, so the
2: guy's getting chased by the python, right? Yes. Good segue. He has a knife. Has a knife. Drops a knife. Bottom of the floor. Well, python, I guess, loses interest and goes away. He loses his knife. Still can't find it. While he's looking for his knife, though, he's on the floor. And the whole time, he doesn't want to be on the jungle floor because he... Feels the safest in the trees. But while he's on on the jungle floor looking for his knife, he can't find it. He can't find it. He hears like branches snapping, like heavy, uh. something heavy. And out of nowhere, a uh, two to three hundred pound boar charges him like a pig boar. Yeah. Uh, these things will Cushed. mess you up. They will gore you. Ain't nothing quite like a wild boar, dude. Exactly. Especially a pack of them. Mm. Tumble. Somehow he got he got away from it. Uh, I don't we climb a tree. I guess, I'm I'm assuming. I think that's what exactly what happened. Actually, uh, it's about the only way. Yeah, he gets fast forward. Okay, he's 21 days in the in the jungle, and I'd say about 14 in, uh, his body has really took damage, and it he's starting to hallucinate and see things that's that right. are not there. Uh, and he gets to a point where, uh, he sees an, uh, he's, he sees a helicopter and he climbs the top of the tree, takes his shirt off, puts his shirt on a stick. And he's sitting there like shaking it back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. Try to get their attention. And they're, they never get within a hundred yards of him, and they never see him. So he kind of like that, that really hit him hard and he gets back down out of the tree and he goes four or five more days. And he gets to the point where he looks up and he sees buzzards, so but he starts okay. acting like he's dead to he in the the mindset that more buzzards will be more attention for helicopters that are flying over they'll I see the birds maybe they'll see helicopter. the birds, yeah, then so but he's still. This whole time, though, he's still hallucinating. Mm-hmm. And while he's hallucinating on there, acting like he's dead, he's thinking he's ordering room service and is in a a bathtub. Like, it's a good place to be. Yeah. So he's like his mind is, you know, almost in a dream state by this point. And as he's laying there, he gets woke up by another helicopter. And the helicopter is so close that he can see the woman in it. And it looks like the woman that he took out there on the trip was it like she's looking for it well she searched she sent out search people oh they got that, found yeah they're looking they're looking for them. they got back safely the that one guy was the only one that got lost well when they couldn't find him she being rich i guess ordered a search crew to go out and look for him and so he sees the helicopter and he's looking and he's screaming and he's like hey i'm right here you're right under you know and then he hears this intercom like they're speaking over a loudspeaker and it says We're going to have to inform your mom that you're never going to see her again. And then he hears the star-spangled banner, and that helicopter just flies away. So he's in a dream state, dude. Like, he's he's shocked. So was that even real? No, none of it. But he, like, was living it so much, he thought that he really saw that helicopter, that he really saw his friend. But these people were really rescued. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the dude goes, uh, up to like, we'll say day 20 and he is completely exhausted, dehydrated. Um, he's, his body's, his muscle is eating away at muscle so that his body can survive. And he's laying down and he closes his eyes and he sleeps for 15 minutes, 15, you know, so many, so many minutes. And he opens his eyes and he sees this woman holding a baby, and she's got like this shawl over her head, and she's holding the baby. And he said that, you know, that there's a lot of testimonies of people when they're lost, and in that kind of situation, they'll see the Virgin Mary, and that it'll give them encouragement. I, I don't know if the guy was Catholic or what, but they you you'll
1: see the Virgin Mary, and he that, that there's like, a lot to fasting him up. Huh? there's a lot to fasting mm-hmm. um there's a lot to learn from jesus's 40 da- wow. days in the desert
2: there and a lot of i think a lot of people limit fasting to just food foods are the, probably the most effective out of any of them well that's a but you yeah, can fast from anything and it but can I, be good
1: and, and that's what i would add to like take it to a mystic state or a spiritual mm-hmm. position is um if he was Catholic, yeah, maybe he was definitely having a, a spiritual mm-hmm. experience. Uh, but a lot of people say I'm fasting from social media, I'm fasting from television, mm-hmm. I'm fasting from Amazon ordering. Or mm-hmm. um, if that's something that you have to call, that's probably something that you should do anyway. That's not fasting. Fasting is literally depriving your body of something that it has has to have to to survive Mm -hmm. in order for enlightenment. Mm -hmm. I think it's because it brings you to a weaker state. But it's crazy where we go. And, like, man, like, all these um, spiritual things such as fasting uh, are so corrupt now. Like, people don't understand what it means. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fast from social media? Yeah. Oh, the culture has shifted. It's not a. You don't need social media. You need social media for the dopamine. That same dopamine is found in crack and cocaine mm-hmm. or any other drug. That's why people do it. Yeah. For that like, for that comment, mm-hmm. for that share. Mm-hmm. That's nothing.
2: I saw a video, a reel on Instagram the other day. It made me think of you. The guy was singing a cover to a song, but he was using different words, and he was talking about waking up in the morning. The first thing he's got to do is see how many people on social media love him and this and that. It, it was funny. It was comical. I cry yeah, about he, that he, all the time, don't it, I? Yeah, he was, he was making fun of it, and that's the reason I, I should have sent it to you. But uh, yeah, that was You said if he was Catholic a while ago that maybe he did see Mother Mary. What if he wasn't Catholic and he still thought he'd seen that? How do you think that would? He wouldn't. Why would he think it was Mother Mary? He wouldn't.
1: His mind wouldn't go there, but okay i don't I don't assume that your mind I guess your I'm mind thinking. will go where it goes, yeah well then that kind of in a way I'm kind of it kind of makes me question about won't you fast for ten days and you'll find out where it goes yeah well what I'm saying is uh
2: what if because he was Catholic that's the only reason he thought it was Mother Mary. Like it wouldn't actually, Mother Mary couldn't actually come down. Okay. But say she, a dream say, journal? say she did. Say she did come down. If he wouldn't have been Catholic, would he have recognized who she was? If it really was her.
1: I don't think he would know. There wouldn't be no doubt. Yeah.
2: So it's like almost like stuff's depending on how you're raised. That's what, that's what imprints your mind. On can, a certain
1: what things. can the mind produce? D- DMT. It can do that. Dopamine. But in dreams, typically what I hear, but I believe it to be false, uh, just because I maybe I didn't get a good look. But they yeah. say you can only see faces that you've actually seen. Mm-hmm. But then, well, maybe they're not, not wrong true. because I watch TV and I've seen a lot of faces. Yeah. But. Well, I've seen, I've had
2: dreams with people that I have never seen before in my life. Yeah.
1: So ever. like, and I don't was know. And the scariest dreams I've ever had too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I believe that's why they're scary because uh, fear is a state of the unknown.
2: Yeah. That's crazy that we were just talking about that. I just remembered a dream that I had one time that I was laying in bed and all of my loved ones, you was there, was on my left. Everyone I knew. Was he on your deathbed? And I, could, I don't know. And I could see in the background, like, my truck. I could see my truck. And I could see, like, machine, like my toolbox, stuff that I own. Because this was a long time ago. And then when I looked to my right, it was one man. And I he just assumed him. he was Jesus because of the way he looked. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him before. But he was looking at me, and it was I felt so much conviction when he was looking at me. And it was, like, because I was looking at this... And I wasn't looking at him. That dream that dream changed me. Like I woke up shook because Jessica was like, are you okay? Now? I think
1: that's a real thing. That,
2: that shook you know? me up. I, I definitely, with my belief, you know, that God talked to people with through dreams all throughout the Bible. You know, a lot I don't of people, think that
1: stopped. A lot of people believe that uh, the spiritual gifts are dead. I know two prophetesses, mm-hmm. and I know one prophet, uh, those who convey the future. Yeah and confirmation is clear because um one prophetess has made three prophecies over my life and everyone came to fulfillment yeah the other prophetess made two and the prophetess made five Mm -hmm. and it's tit for tat yeah and it's not even like and it's almost like when you're told something like that you want to make it not happen Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter how hard you try like gonna just it just does.
2: What I I just would, I wish I could get on the level that level. As far as the walk, um, my walk with God, to where I could be confident enough to tell somebody, hey, this is gonna happen in your life. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm also I'm I don't think I was meant to be a prophet because I'm one of those that's like I don't know what's gonna happen. Nobody knows what's gonna happen. You can only predict, assume, and hope. Mm. It, some, there's some things that you can be more sure of there's a degree sure, but there's a lot of some things that you have no idea like go, like going down the road you don't know if you're gonna hit somebody that's yeah that's true and, but you could know that but that's minuscule minisc-
1: that routine right yeah
2: mm-hmm. but if you we don't you, we
1: don't bother predicting those type of things It's like already i've imagined like my ride to work tomorrow you know mm-hmm. And so I won't have a whole lot of mind about it. That's why when I get to work, if you ask me to recall. I've done that so many times. What happened? When I'm tired, too. You know, know? that's why I can't do it because it's routine. We like to build our lives in routines, compartmentalization, these natural things that we Mm -hmm. tend to do. And that is how we take time away from ourselves. We're not taking advantage of that time at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, we should be, uh, taking advantage of every moment, but, uh, we're just really good at not doing it. Autopilot. Yes. like Clicks, It's like the movie click. Uh, that's why, check this out. Um, you have a way when you step through the door tonight, when you go home, mm. granted, um, Carly may be asleep at this point, but i i don't sure. I'm not sure she's gonna wait up on duty, yeah, she's gonna try her hardest, so here's me. my point is you have conditioned your welcome home. Do mm-hmm. you see me, yeah, yeah, if that condition isn't met, what ensues wonder questions? It's probably gonna wind up in the bedroom, yeah. And then that leads you to wonder, what happened before I left home that dissatisfied me, mm-hmm. or you, before I arrived because I'm home? Yeah. Triumphant. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be like that sometime. Yeah. it be like that.
2: So the dude. Yes. Segway. He gets uh, the hallucination, or, 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 I mean, I can't, I can't prove it It wasn't a hallucination I assume it was but he says he sees mother Mary and she's holding a baby so I assume that's baby Jesus which I know that can't be true but that gives him this boost of adrenaline he starts getting crunk he's like I'm gonna walk out of here and the only way I can do it is to be positive and to know that I'm gonna be alright so he walks and he walks and he ends up finding it's crazy how a lot of the lost people That I've watched, every one of them, it's the same thing that they find before they reach civilization. What's that? And that's our filthy trash. (laughs) Our bottles, our plastic bottles. Remnants of life. Garbage. They find that before they find humans every time. Uh, Go figure. But uh, he starts finding bottles and then he ends up walking out on this beach and he knows exactly where he's at because he's been there before. And he's like, he knows this is a hallucination. He ends up being on the north side of the island on a beach. Huh. And uh, ends up getting back with the woman or whatever. And when oh, he gets, they're still there? Yeah, they're searching, like looking for him. They was looking for him the whole time. They never left. Uh, and she, when he gets back, his mud, his head's like, his hair's caked with mud. Mm-hmm. He's got severe cuts on his legs from everything in the jungle, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got mosquito bites, head to toe, you know. And I just I can't stand I can't stand one mosquito bite. Can't imagine how many he had, because he was in a pair of shorts and a mm. shirt with some Converse shoes. He was ate up. Yeah, he was Ain't ate, no ate a up. doubt about it. Ate up, ate up. But that was a pretty interesting story. I thought it it was. uh And where can people find that? It's just on YouTube. Yeah, it's on Wonder. Uh, the channel's called Wonder on YouTube. They have so many different. I thought it was all survival videos but it's not they have different things too Cool But majority of it is the survival videos They're pretty interesting
1: Let's take a quick break Okay
4: I already know where I'd like to go When I have to die I'd like to fall asleep in a dream of your mind Drift down down your your canyon. canyon They're so vast and wild. Neural synapses snapped in your back.
3: Flesh, blood, and
4: wine. I feel like I have been around here before. Deja vu Waking up on the bathroom floor I've seen hell and I've seen God And I'm just fine With leaving the both of them behind fall asleep in your mind for the rest of eternity fall asleep in your mind i'd like to stay there permanently
1: Going now, we're live, all right. We're not live, kind of in this moment, in this moment, maybe not later. Mm. We're going to movies mm. now. To start, we have to define the difference between a film and a movie, and to set the stage, a perfect example of a film is Peanut Butter Falcon, Shia LaBouffe and um that is a film that's a film yes
2: the the difference that a movie has from a film is i think a movie it gives people more what they want it has a plot and has an end it has an ending uh i think that would probably be the most popular uh because there's a lot of people who don't look at movies and films the way that me
1: and you do yes in depth you know well i mean you think about like forrest gump that's a film definitely uh that's a very it's a cherished one um it's hard for me to imagine comedy uh carrying its way into um film but it has done it Mm -hmm. uh robin hood done it with patch adams and Robin Hood Robin Williams (laughs) I'm thinking about the stock market Uh, but um, Patch Adams that was a a dramatic comedy but it was a film yeah and then I would say Click with Adam Sandler might be um, one of his only films with the exception of his latest what was it uh, something about the diamond what was that one called Uncut Gems Uncut Uncut Gems gems. that was a film that was really good
2: yes that was very good yeah
1: there's, there's
2: two, I think. It's crazy that there's some movies that are almost like a hybrid to me. Because, to me, a lot of, majority of the action movies are going to be a film. A film? I mean, a, a movie, I'm sorry. I was
1: about to say, they're action all movies. They're all yeah,
2: movie. action movies are going to be uh, movies. They're going to be not films. But there is some of those that are kind of hybrid. And it's hard for me to say, like, what we were talking about earlier today is I Am Legend a lot of action mm. but there's a lot of emotion behind it there's a story behind it at the end i know there's alternate endings in, that you can watch but the one that i know is where he sacrifices himself to save others you know that has deeper meaning to it than just any old movie
1: you know what i'm saying Well like, it takes you think? It, it, it's it's it transcends you um to a new place of thought and that is the idea that a film should give um you can make a person leave the theater being
2: a better person, definitely wanting to be a
1: better person. Um, I think Inception was a film, yes. and it's also a film because it's only watchable once mm-hmm. because <laughs> you know how it ends. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, but I, you say that watch it once, but I've watched it like four times, and I've watched also commentary on YouTube about it, about the different things to pick up on, and to to, to under and it helps you understand the story of the whole movie Mm -hmm. better like one of the one of the things was anytime that that the main character leo leo had his marriage ring on Mm -hmm. he was dreaming because in real life he didn't have his family that's right so he didn't wear it but anytime he was in it and a lot of people think you know what was it called their their modem or the momentum or you know i'm talking about the thing they always use to make sure they're dreaming like they had some kind of little yeah, thing he they had did, a t- he had had like that. a top. Well, they, they're saying the top was a distraction. That wasn't his real thing. It was the ring. It was the ring. So like stuff like that. That that's that's a that what that's like classifies it as a as a as a film when it gets deeper than what you just see on the first glance.
1: But I mean, what do you? I mean, like we have all these conspiracy people from like the year twenty twenty. I mean, is that just conspiracy though? Is that looking too deep for meaning? Yeah, you know what I mean because mm. there, there, there's an ounce of truth in every conspiracy mm-hmm. the problem is it's blown away out of proportion
2: majority of the time yeah mm-hmm. well that's because people want it to be that way so bad but I
1: mean like people genuinely do that is I mean I do it like if if I'm going out I might slip on a wedding band mm-hmm. to deter mm-hmm. and most times that don't deter no that makes it Especially in today's world. That makes it more attractive. Which with, is, with all
2: the thoughts in the world.
1: I'm telling you what. <laughs> they want to ruin something good. But I mean, that's a that's a very real thing, you know?
2: Definitely. Definitely. That The deeper deeper stuff like that, though, that's what makes it. And I told you I've been watching *Inglorious Bastards. <clears throat> and I've seen the movie before when it first came out. I think I'm pretty sure I own it. But I watched it again, being older. And I love doing that. I love finding that kind of th- those kind of things that excite me when I watch something or I do something that I haven't done in a really long time. And it's like I'm young. I don't know. It's not not like I'm young again, but it's like I'm just coming to more knowledge of something that I already love. I feel so that like way with like Fear and love. Loathing,
1: Las Vegas, yes. or Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Those are both films. To talk about Quentin Tarantino. All right, so we wanted to... You asked me what my favorite Tarantino film mm, was. Yeah. I feel like we should name drop everyone and then go from there. Uh, Reservoir Dog, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2, Death Proof, Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, saw that in theaters. Mm-hmm. Hateful Eight, saw that in theaters, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
2: I think you saw that in theaters. Saw that in theaters.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really where I began to pick up you asked me my favorite film of tarantino that's tough man yeah because you immediately came out the ga- gate swinging inglorious bastards and yeah. i was like yeah but i don't want to disagree with you so i was like probably Django unchained man mm-hmm. that is a good one that is a good one and the I, hateful eight hate is dope too that's yeah. a that's a cool western Mm-hmm. and i told
2: you though that like i i feel like i shouldn't have said that i take it back because i haven't seen all of them and I feel like I need to see them before I can say I have a favorite of the the lot. I don't not think life. you can have a favorite thus far? <clears throat> thus far, so far as it would be in glorious bastards. But I have such a I don't know why it might have been my people say they have previous lives. Sometimes I feel like that's something that could be. I know it ain't, but I sometimes I trick myself into thinking it. But World War Two stuff and World War One, War Two. Anything to do with the military that's old like that, I just have, like, this strong liking. I love stuff like that. I mean, and that might be another one of the things that's ingrained from a, of a child, because as a child, uh, having a gaming console, my dad had to buy. You know, he bought everything, so he bought what he wanted. So, we played NASCAR, NCAA, and Medal of Honor. So, I mean, I from a very young age, I was shooting Nazis, yeah. nazis i shoot nazis and cousin business is booming <laughs> we in the nazi killing business <laughs> and cousin business is booming
1: and i uh, just there's just it's just the most remarkable and, brad
2: pitt and today when i was watching it i had seen his name Pop up on the you know how his uh, Tarantino's films you know they put every main actor's name up and then yeah. the name of the movie and then it says chapter one or whatever you know yeah. majority I don't know if all of them are like that but the ones I watch are every yeah. one of them they're want. not all but for the most part yeah, yeah they're but, sections yeah but the uh, the part where they the British get involved with the Inglorious bastards and they pull in uh, Magneto dude or um, Eric something, I think. But he's the guy who played Magneto in the newest ex- Yeah, the, like, yeah. I know Days the, of Future I know past. cat. I think
1: like, we need Cobb for this. Yeah,
2: he, uh, he come in, and, and they're offering him this uh, job to do. And the guy who is his commanding officer is Mike Myers. And I'm like, oh, my, I've never noticed that was him. Yeah. And then after I saw it was him, I couldn't do nothing but laugh. Because all I could see was Austin Powers. He was a British guy. That's all. I, and the, his faces he was making. Yeah. I laughed the whole time. And I was like, this is crazy. I watched this movie the first time captivated by the goriness and by the, the camaraderie of the Americans. The, bear the Jew. Jews fighting the the, not, the Nazis. And now I'm looking at it from a comical standpoint. And then after I laughed, started laughing <laughs> about that, every time Brad Pitt's character started talking... I busted out laughing because it's so country and it's just hilarious. It's like Reverend dare Reverend I just died laughing, and it was like those kind of movies that can take you from being captivated with awe to side-splitting laughter is magical. That's why I, I hope Green Street hope.
1: Hooligans. Mm.
2: That one goes deep in. That one flows deep in our veins. I'm forever
1: blowing bubbles, buddy. Manchester. United. 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 <laughs> but um man also think about like uh Eddie Vedder done the entire soundtrack soundtrack for it, uh, with uh Supertramp, uh Into the Wild. Mm-hmm. You seen that? You seen I, that film? I think I have. It's where he just he graduates college, yes, and he, he gets just rid of everything. He burns his money, torches his car, eating berries. That's right. He yes. ate poisonous berry. I seen he had it a stand bad. up with a grizzly bear, mm-hmm. dude. That's a film. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, serious film. Yeah, I seen the documentary on that, and then this is a true story. Yeah, yes, It's crazy that, that way that that whole story, and the people he met along the way. Yeah. Just helped him. Yeah. Didn't agree with what he did, but, mm-hmm, but understood that understood. he had to do it. It was something he needed to do. Yeah. And just pushed him on his way. Yeah, man. Those are films. Those are, That's some of the stuff. And two, films, I find myself not remembering more about films, a whole lot more about films than I do about movies. Like even Marvel stuff. Like, there's stuff I remember in particular about
1: a Tarantino film over... You. absolutely and Tarantino has done nothing but make films mm-hmm. um Kill Bill uh volume one and two were my least favorite yeah Qu- Tarantino but then I, I started to watch them again yeah and my mind quickly changed and they like moved up the ladder and it, it like typically if you ask me what's my favorite Tarantino film it's probably the last one I watched mm-hmm yeah it's cause it was fresh on your mind yeah and- it really is mm-hmm. Cause, I mean I, I've spent time with Kill Bill now. I have probably watched them uh, over 2020, and you know God only knows how much free time we've had. Yeah, I know, right? Life not being mm-hmm. the same is probably watched each of them at least a dozen times. And, mm-hmm. You know, um, really picked it apart, and uh, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Good acting. I
2: like the swords. No. I've always liked
1: swords. Yeah, man, You know, you stuff. know I like swords.
2: Yeah. You've used one of mine that yeah. could cut a head off if it wanted to. Good lord, we did the fruit cutting yes. challenge. You know I love knives. Yeah. I love swords. Yeah, I love Jackie Chan and fighting and stuff. So, Mark he's never arts. made a
1: film though. No, mm mm. Ooh,
2: uh, it, it was a remake, but he he did show an emotional side
1: to it. But the Karate Kid. Uh, with his family dying, and the the plot with that that I have wrong is like uh, it, the movie sucked. Yeah, yeah, it did, it <laughs> did. But the story behind it, I was more connected to the story because I'd
2: already seen it. It was a remake. I knew the gist of what they was trying to do. Uh, yeah, but his is definitely he he makes movies because it's action. I mean, it's fight. It, there's nothing.
1: But you you just can't say that. What I what I like about because Jackie, you though, had to think about. Um, we were we were talking about this. Um, I think Sunday night is. Uh, I think it was me, Dad, and Cobb, and we were talking about First Blood, mm-hmm. and man, Dad just outright was just that. That is more than a movie. He was that is a <laughs> that's a film, and he was like, and just thinking about it with today. And how everything looks, it's like, man, that is just... It literally is everything. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, a lot of people crap on, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger and mm-hmm. uh, Sylvester Stallone. Even Rocky are films. Mm-hmm. Creed are films. Yeah. Which is rare. That's Action mm-hmm. Jackson. Yeah. But it's so emotional. Mm-hmm. And the soundtrack is dope. Yes. Not to mention that. But uh, it'd be stupid not to, but... Um, Back to the First Blood was like, man, it's it's just it's, it's dope. Yeah. It it does something to you. It's it, it, it almost like IVs like
2: testosterone into you. Yeah, man, man. You just want to do nothing but watch it. Like, yeah. No matter what you you zone in. I don't know. I think it a lot of it with me with the First Blood is the setting is you know the coming out of the Vietnam war and stuff like that, that I, I'm yeah, not being thing. accepted in your own country and yeah. And only doing what you're told. Yeah. And, and that had a strong connection because there's, I, and you know, I don't, you know, nobody ever talks about Vietnam war in our generation cause we never seen it, you know, but I'm sure that there was, there had to be some people that didn't agree with the people who was, yelling at them screaming at them spitting on them calling them baby killers this and that i would hope that there was people like that because they're taking their anger out on the wrong people um
1: the whole time that meant well with that is like um that's what's been unique um some of our generation has served in iraq they've done a couple of tours mm-hmm. or whatever else Um, we're all looking for purpose. Mm -hmm. Uh, We want a meaning to exist. And I believe that that is... um, that has a lot tied to 2019, 2020. Um, I couldn't say to what extent. I've thought about it uh, for months now, and I'd like to hear what you think. But I believe a lot of this civil unrest and protests were... um, you know, these are people our age for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably don't have a job. It was probably taken from them because of the lockdown. Yeah. And they don't really have a sense of purpose. And so just being a part of something. And this is a thing about the Internet, and I don't want to get lost in a goose trail, but here mm-hmm. we go. Is um, that, was, that was the beauty about church, right? It's like a sense of community, mm-hmm. that you belong somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then... Even if, like, even in high school, you know, if you were a baseball player, who'd you hang out with? Baseball team. Baseball team. Mm-hmm. Football player. Who'd you hang out Football with? Football players. Mm-hmm. Football player. Jocks hang with jocks. Nerds hang with nerds. That's right. You like Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> you hung out with folks that done that. Yeah. We still do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you graduate high school, you become, or supposed to, become an adult, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to strive and you're supposed to succeed. And we lose, um, I want to say this right. Take your time. Drive. It. Uh, we lose drive. Uh, it, and it goes to that mentality of setting a go. Is like, I just want to graduate. When you've done that, you never did anything else. Right? Mm-hmm. And then all your friends, they actually set goals. Mm-hmm. There's a failure. Because I think that friends and loved ones should share dreams and ideas with people. Mm-hmm. I think that it inspires uh, each other mm-hmm. uh, to help us all do better. Mm-hmm. We should always talk about what we're striving toward. Mm-hmm. We should share that. We should um, ask for encouragement and be welcome to critique. Yeah, um,
2: That go not just in, you know. Your goals after graduation, or neither. That could just be simple thing, is like guitar players getting together and playing and showing, hey, look what I learned. Absolutely. You
1: know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. That
2: inspiration can go to
1: down to the smallest level. But you know, back to the the civil unrest and protests that happened uh, for the most part of 2020, and it's really uh, never stopped for some time. It's been going on for uh, some time. Um, it just don't really get a lot of coverage, but um. I believe that these people are attached to the idea that they are creating change.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. And with everything that I've seen, they are. And that fuels purpose. And it also gives them a place to belong. The problem that I have right now with American culture is that could have happened in any other facet than violence, Mm -hmm. than breaking windows or anything of that nature. And I know it wasn't all like that, okay? Mm -hmm. But that energy could have been used positively, but... Typically, violence gets people's attention. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not justifying them. Yeah. But I believe that was the cause of our generation not really having anything to belong to because uh, social um, gatherings and... Having a sense of belonging somewhere has really degraded over the past decade,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: the internet was hyped, and there were these internet groups that were formed, and like people began to connect online but they didn't really know each other and it's It's a lot easier to talk big on the internet than it is in person mm-hmm. and, uh, I think we're seeing um what that does mm mm-hmm. I think
2: that there's a lot of people out there <clears throat> too many for me to for me to like know what they really want what their want is because I know that not everyone wants the same some want equality some want while the other wants dominance in a, in a sense to be where they can feel invincible that nothing can happen to them and I think that uh, – and then there's another group that's just there because so-and-so told They're hijackers. Them that, yeah, they're just there because they they know that strengths and numbers, that uh, they can pro- possibly profit from it in some sort of way, uh, which a lot of people did by, you know, Looting stores
1: and this and that. I mean, sure, people, and then if you was to take them it people to the latest with the stock market, a lot of people yeah, jump on I the mean, bandwagon of that, right? If you
2: take, if you take any of them, if you took twenty looters that 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 did some looting and asked them, uh, you know, details about even the riot that they might have been at, I don't think they would have known. You know what I'm saying? Like the real reason for being there? Like why are we here? And it might be because uh, this cop shot this man, but they might not even know that. They're just there because they're not, okay, they're I riding. disagree
1: with that. We'll look, we're going to go Because, them. like, I infiltrated some of these groups. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was a part of some of their uh, private groups. But you're not talking to everybody in the group. You might be talking to the leader and administrator. Well, I was in the group and, but that but where, most the, groups... where, the, where the flyers were sent out to yeah. where they were going to meet, to where, what they were mm-hmm. going to do, to what they were going to wear. to what they were gonna what what i'm saying is
2: like every every ride. it's very coordinated group has a brain and the brain controls the phalanges you know what i'm saying like the phalanges these can't think on their own they just do work for
3: me well that's a tribe mentality yes
2: that's a tribal mentality that's how it is i in a lot of sense in a lot and i see that i mean to me because you can't there can't be multiple leaders. There has to be one in every group. And every if you're trying to accomplish something, there has to be one. Yeah, well we know that, right? Or gonna, it's
1: gonna crumble. What do we always say? There's too many chiefs and not, not enough, enough Indians. Indians. Exactly. And I think that
2: uh some people might agree with the take or the opinion they have that another person has, uh
1: and not really understand it. That's the thing about it is I believe that we're approaching all of this at an emotional level mm-hmm. and we're not thinking it through and I'm not one to say what's right or wrong is like i've I've thought about it enough to where i'm I'm tired of thinking about it and I've already wrote about it and i've already i'm d- I'm done writing about it mm-hmm. uh, that I've already ruled it and um I'm open to suggestion, but uh, I believe that the way that this conversation started was with this tribal mentality, with this sense of validation and sense of belonging that mm-hmm. I have to be a part of something. Mm-hmm. And there are so many people in this world who do not think for themselves. Yeah. They just go with the majority. And that's awful. Yeah. Um, because you're just a number at that point. You need to be individual. Um, but it's, it's it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Hard thing to hold on to once you get it, too. And when you're individual, you're no longer... That's what I'm saying. When you're an individual, you're going to lose stuff. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you're not blanketed uh, from criticism. Mm-hmm. You're not blanketed from being sued, or you're not blanketed from, I mean, literally anything. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They the, just think the worst of the worst, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. But back to films. Back to films. Back to Quentin. Back to Quentin. So, I mean, you say... So you said Django was your favorite. No. Yes, it is. What's your number two? It'd probably be Inglorious Bastards. Mm. That would probably be my number one, but I didn't want to say that because you said it. <laughs> that one, uh, uh, that
2: one, the one, the it's the ones, the quint, the movies that Quentin <coughs> do that are any relation to something that actually really happened to, mm. like the World War. World. I mean, you just seen Pulp Fiction? But then, I I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen it all the way through. But uh, the fact that they kill Hitler at the end—spoiler—they mm-hmm. kill Hitler at the end, like makes it even better. Yeah. <laughs> like so you just you just love it.
1: That's the thing about like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, that, that's another one.
2: You know, at the end it's it's like completely worthy. different. Yeah, but it will, the story <laughs> is semi-accurate up until. To the, and to the like, precise moment. Gotcha! <laughs> Get that gut hook. Just, yeah, uh-huh, like that. Uh-huh. yeah, it's awesome. <coughs> now, if it was for the bad, you know, that would probably push a lot of people away from if he made all his movies like that, but I just don't see how people couldn't like, you know, when something good happens. But there are some people who's like that.
1: The Hateful Eight will like torment you until it's over. Because mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out who's, who's who. Who's who? That's a good movie. Samuel, I love Samuel Jackson in that.
2: He does a great... Oh! Yeah. <laughs> you shot him! <laughs> <laughs> First thing he does... Oh! It's the
1: ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not to give away too much. <laughs> oh! Uh, Man, I want to talk about like uh, more film... <laughs> okay we've covered uh, the idea that uh, action movies can be a film with like Rocky uh, with Sylvester Stallone films mm-hmm. it's it's kind of hard for me to like defend Arnold though I don't know if he's ever had a film Um, oh, The Sixth Day was pretty good have you ever seen that one I mean like I like Terminator but that's a movie
2: that's definitely a movie
1: cause it Satisfies. They don't really do anywhere. Like it, sat- it doesn't satisfies. give you anything to really chew on. Yeah, and
2: and it satisfies at the end with the killing of the Terminator. The Sixth six Day, though, that one's it's still action. That's a movie. No, it's, got, it's, a, it's a movie. I just changed my own mind. It's a movie. It's more dramatic movie, but okay. it's a movie. It's a movie. I just changed my own mind. Um, I do that a
1: lot. I think the only exception to this rule is if they're bad. But every fantasy film should be a film. hmm I think so. There is some and I'll aside, tell you, though. And I'll, and I'll tell you where it stops. Like, remove all criticism from episode one, two, and three of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I'd say film. Mm -hmm. Four, five, six, definitely film. Seven, eight, nine, movie. Movie. Mm -hmm. There's nothing there. There's nothing there to do. Yeah. You're just satisfied with the nostalgia of some lightsaber war. Mm -hmm. The story really didn't do anything. Nah, really. Nothing you ain't seen before. That's right. It was just, I'll give $10 to see this. Yeah. You know. and I'm not hating on that. I mean, it was satisfaction, but it's just a movie yeah um Lord of the Rings films mm-hmm. were all three
2: what's your favorite out of that
1: book or film book book fellowship is it? movie it is. Return of the King
2: that is the best one that's my favorite one too
1: um The Two Towers is the worst book is it the worst book Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but it's not the worst movie
2: Mm-hmm.
1: fellowship was a lot different wasn't it What's the, same? the fellowship was because uh, I haven't read it yet it was disappointing uh, because but I respect Peter Jackson for not giving time to it but at the same time I can't believe what it gave gave time to um, we didn't have Tom Bombadil mm. at all and that was like this curious uh, with the book I think that Do you still have a copy of my whole? You give it back. Um,
2: I got your other copy of that other series. That's yeah.
1: I've got a that. That's not even the one. I have a the copy that I've got marked chapters to help people read it. Mm -hmm. Is I marked uh, Tom Bombadil out of the book. Mm -hmm. Uh, It does a lot for your mind. And for building uh, an idea, but he never completed it, so I don't even tell people to read it mm. uh and that's one thing i've done you know I've shared with you like my idea of like writing a, a fantasy mm-hmm. is uh I wanted to start from the begin from the end and work back hmm And I wanted to make everything super fluid, and I wanted every character and how everything plays out for each one to make complete sense, to give you a moral understanding of what that meant. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to waste anyone's time. If I want to write a book, I want to write a really good book, or I don't want to write one at all. all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Don't want to half-ass it. Yeah. And that's the thing about, like, with Tolkien, it was like, there was so much added. Like, you had Tom Bombadil, and then you had, like, he led him to the graveyard. And that was replicated in the old Xbox game of Fellowship of the Ring, which wasn't a good game, but. I played it. I beat it, but mm-hmm. it followed the book instead of the movie. Yeah. And, uh,. I enjoyed it for that. Um, but... Not all fantasy movies, though, are films. That is something that we
2: need to say. There is a lot of them that are strictly movies. And I see... I tend to find a lot of those fantasy... Within the fantasy, they're genres, I believe. And the biggest one that has the most movies, it would be mythology, you know. Stuff like that, like Hercules, uh Percy Jackson, uh Every Twilight. all the is a movie. Yeah. Uh <laughs> that would be debatable with some with a different crowd. <laughs> I'll take you on. There's people there's people look at look at that like we look at Lord of the Rings or you look at the Lord of the Rings. As far as having a book series to fall in love with and then movies. That's one thing that my process with books and movies is mm-hmm. I have to watch the movie first. And I know that makes no sense, but let me tell you why. It's because I've tried it the other way around. And it kills my vibe for anything. And when I was young, when I read the Harry Potters. I read one, two, and three, and I was absolutely in love. By the time the third one came out, the first movie was out. I went and watched it. It was nothing like the book. It pissed me off. I never read any anymore. Harry Potter books. Didn't read it anymore. But when I watched the movie first, it, like if I was to read The Lord of the Rings, when I would read about Legolas, I would see Orlando Bloom in my head. You know what I'm saying? I, have, I can picture stuff better in my head when I have a visual of it before I, can, I have to see it. To remember it—that's
1: reverse thinking, then.
2: It. Well, I, that's what I do. <laughs> um, I'm backwards.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna hate on that, but like, let me tell you, this is. Um, how's your imagination? It sucks, I guess. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think that book, like, I enjoy the book more than I would the movie uh, for the fact that, um, when I watched the film, like. Legolas didn't look the way that I imagined mm-hmm. it wasn't bad off yeah well I mean
2: and it's more of the uh, not there the, the the character or me not thinking what they look like or this and that would it be
1: like the way they act the main
2: story is what threw me off or in the movie not being like the book that's what threw me
1: you're off you're talking about Hobbit at this point yeah because Lord of the Rings was for the most part it was it was okay yeah they done right. they skipped a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. but my god we would talk about 12 hours of film versus Mm -hmm. yeah see I understand that 36 yeah it'd be like Like Fellowship of the Ring is the um, that's a wonderful book like I, I don't. God only knows where that book is because I don't remember. If you have that book out there and you're listening, please return <laughs> it. But um, I've marked out, I think it, maybe a six of that book, really? to not to not even pay attention to because like the idea doesn't go anywhere. So it's like just. Like a like, a well, film, it, like it a, would be like someone like nerdy like me, like reading like the Silmarillion and like mm-hmm. the histories of Middle Earth and like yeah. really enveloping in the mm-hmm. the history and like yeah. the dude developed the language just for the book. Yeah, like how much time do you have to invest? Mm-hmm. Like and think about the the inverse with the guy that he influenced. Uh, C.S. Lewis became Christian, not mm-hmm. Catholic. Um, he was the evangelical. Um, because of Tolkien, think about his time spent, the Chronicles of Narnia, Mm -hmm. the Silent Space series, and then he wrote all these great books Mm -hmm. on, like, the psychology of, uh, Christianity, uh, mirror Christianity, the Great Divorce, um, God, I have so many of his books, They're, they're up there, um. Oh, my favorite, The Problem of Pain. That's my favorite C.S. Lewis book. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that, C.S. Lewis helped me uh, learn how to think. And we think simply because it's simple. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. But, man, I'll tell you this this is something i've i've been working on like over the past couple of months i've been journaling heavily about it is um called epochs is um i wanted to pick out six of the biggest monumental moments of my life to now mm-hmm. uh that were horrific or that were just Great, Mm -hmm. and um, then I wanted to dissect why it was horrific or why it was great, and to get to the root of it, Mm -hmm. and then like to sparse that, and like to parse everything out, and to see everything for what it was, just just to see if I like. I want to fully understand it, just investigate it, and then I can let it go. Because I'll finally learn the lesson, mm-hmm. and, but that. instead we just hold things, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on top of like these situations, I'm gonna contact the person that created it, if they're still living, mm-hmm. and be like, "Why did this? Here's how I remember that. If they will take the phone call, mm-hmm. why did this happen like this? What happened to us? Mm-hmm. Why did... it? It didn't need to be this way. Mm-hmm. I've I've thought it through." And I'm not right, but neither are you. So, like, oh, yeah. what happened? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Damn. And like, and to think about these past events to better prepare me for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And to finally leave the past behind because I finally, I, I battled the monster. I slayed yeah. the dragon. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's why I love fantasy so much. Mm. Makes sense. understand it. Look at it different now. There's, there's always a dragon to slay, mm-hmm. but it like the the dragon may be minuscule to the a lizard or just a snake without any legs. Do mm-hmm. well, you think there's some dragons you can't defeat? No.
2: What about for like say you have something horrific that's happened that there's nothing that could be done about it. there no way you could talk about why. I mean, you knew why it happened, and there's nothing you could do. Would that dragon not be lurking over you, saying "ha ha"? I heard
1: a yeah, uh, I a fantastic testimony uh, from a woman who recently escaped sex trafficking, mm-hmm. and. Yes, I believe that every dragon can be slain, but like some dragons, you have to be really calculated, and you have to plan really good to get out. Mm. But every dragon slayable, maybe you just run until you can go back and get somebody that can help you take it. Yeah.
2: Some people put their dragons to sleep. dragon be sleeping in them. Sleeping in the mountain. mm Waiting to come out one day when he wakes up. And you almost forget about him.
1: I mean, that's the beauty of The Hobbit. Even though it was slayed in the movies, that was the idea of the book. Is exactly what you're hitting on. Is like there is this dragon. There are these 13 dwarves who want to be in their home. Mm-hmm. But there's a dragon that covets their goat. Mm-hmm. They have to slay that dragon to get what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're no match. No, they're dwarves. Mm-hmm. I guess a fire breathing great smog. But they find connections and they find
2: a way, mm-hmm. and they. Well, they. What you said about somebody else helping you? They did the dwarves was helped? The doors didn't even. I I don't know about you. You have to identify
1: the problem first. That's what I'm saying. You have to have these epochs. Mm -hmm. You have to dissect things. But what's stupid about that, we'll get off of it, is they're going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. And that's why we compartmentalize. And that's why we put things away in boxes so we don't open them because Mm -hmm. they hurt. Mm -hmm. We can't deal. But that is the thing that is stopping you from moving forward so you should try to open that box mm-hmm. and deal with it and learn from it and then you should get a companion if you need help to slay it mm. you know what I mean yeah mm-hmm. and hopefully you know who to call yeah yeah
2: definitely definitely some dragons out there yeah they'd be dragon.
1: Any other movies to to do to write them about? Mm. I don't think we're done with this. Mm-mm. I told you I was fired. I'm gonna, go, up. I'm gonna
2: go watch all all of them, the the Tarantino films, somehow or some way. I'm gonna mm-hmm. watch all of them, and then I'm gonna have a definite
1: mm-hmm.
2: first number one. I'm gonna have a one through. You no, know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rate every one of them.
1: That it, so far, you'll probably rate them from. They'll probably all be number one. Yeah. Probably. There's a plateau there, buddy.
2: Yeah, well, I don't know, because Kill Bill, it's a great movie, both of them, but I still.
1: No, that, they're films, man.
2: Yeah, I just can't get over, uh, can't put that over in Glorious Bastards. It's not or, about or, putting or, it over. Or it. I'm talking about writing them, though, is what I'm saying. Okay. I said they would all be number one, but they wouldn't because Kill Bill's would be, they would be under some of the others it wouldn't be like in golf how you know you have a tie for first between 12 people sometimes if, if chance happened the movies they was all one but i can't do that i'm excited about it though i'm ready to watch them i'm gonna start with
1: the glorious is that all we got uh-huh
2: i think that's good
1: well guys i hope you appreciate it or Rabbit trails and getting off in the weeds, mm-hmm. Andrew. Thank you. Glad to be here. Can't Glad wait to have you here. again. Hey, I would like to remind you Valentine's Day is coming up, and no better way to get a gift for that beard in your life than to go to MonsonandBrothers.com and to get you some beard oil or balm for that beard that you love. Exactly. If you went to my website, Porch Talk www. Let me tell you this, because it's weird. www.porch-talk.net. Click on that link, and um, you can use a coupon code. Porch Talk, all one word. It gets you ten percent off. Mm -hmm.
4: Wow!
1: All right. Treat your beard. Anything else to say or do? Rate and review. Tight. You have to. You have to.
2: And if you want to know how small we really are, I want you to look around where you're at. Look at all the things, the materials around you. And think about all the metal and the wood and everything come from this earth. And then think about how much of that there is in this world. And we're still getting it off this planet. That's how small we are. Mm.
1: There's so much Mm. out there. It's crazy. It's out there. It's crazy. It's really crazy. It's mind boggling. My mind's boggled. My My mind's boggled. I'm getting light I'm out of here. Bye-bye. News and notes. The song you heard during the break was New World Theory by B.B. Palmer. That song will be released later this month or early March. I'm really excited about that. Guys, that album's going to... you need to follow B.B. Uh, B. Palmer on your favorite social media, this album's going to be good, boys and girls. I'm telling you. It, follow But to close out the show, I wanted to play for you. Here's one of my songs. Uh, It's called Georgia. Um, Peace out, guys.
3: She's on my mind No, it ain't the place It's a state of mind but She'll be walking out of my life here soon I don't know what I should I telling you now that girl's electricity lots of my work cheese in my veins so it won't be long it'll be growing dark have to find a way to carry on and carry out well, baby'll stay with me oh let's just be and I missed you once I don't want to Again, come on, Georgia. You on my mind? You with me all the time now? I say you on my mind. Oh, baby, you'll stay with me Oh, let's just be here And I missed you once, I don't wanna